Hi there, and welcome to another episode of If the Phrase Fits. In the last episode, I looked at three Christmas expressions. Now that Christmas is over, I'm turning my attention to another big holiday, New Year's. Let me just first talk about the music you're listening to in the background. You may know the name of that song as Old Lang Syne. It's the song that seems to be the most associated with New Year's. It's an old, old Scottish song. That's an instrumental version of it. There are words to that song, and they were apparently written by the famous Scottish poet Robert Burns, or Robbie Burns, as a poem in 1788. But it wasn't published until a short time after he died in 1796. Britannica.com tells us that Burns wrote the poem in the Scots language. The title, Old Lang Syne, can be translated into standard English literally as Old Long Since. That's not very good grammar there. As the Britannica site tells us, the title basically means, though, since long ago, or for old time's sake. And the words of the poem talk about friends having a drink and recalling adventures they had long ago. Interestingly, Britannica notes that the song makes no specific reference to the new year. Another interesting thing to note is that Burns didn't write that music. In fact, the melody existed before the words were written. No one knows for sure who created the melody, and Burns never connected the words to the music. That was done a few years after his death, in 1799, to be more specific, from what I've read. I didn't really know Robert Burns. There's more I could say about that song, but I really want to talk about New Year's expressions. Not so much the music. The first expression of this episode is to make a toast to someone. You know, I've always wondered why we use the word toast when we drink in honor of someone. We toast people at weddings, birthdays, retirement dinners, and all sorts of other occasions. We can also toast to things, such as, here's to our successful completion of the project. When people toast, they usually either say something like, here's to something or someone, or I'd like to make a toast to, and then they insert the person's or couple's names. I looked into the connection between heated up bread and raising a glass to express goodwill to people and wishing them good luck and good health. As it turns out, there is an interesting link between those two things. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary was helpful in this regard. The dictionary states that the practice of using the word toast for raising a glass to honor someone and clinking your glass of wine, beer, etc. with someone else's glass dates back to the 17th century. Merriam-Webster notes, though, that the actual custom of clinking glasses like that goes way further back than that to ancient times. That dictionary, as well as other sites such as Wikipedia, say that the word toast, as it is used in this way, likely evolved from the custom of dipping toasted spiced bread into wine to give the drink more flavor, and to take away some of the acidity of the wine. Merriam-Webster notes that Shakespeare 
mentions this custom in his comedic play, The Merry Wives of Windsor, when Falstaff asks someone to fetch him some wine and put a toast in it. Okay, here's the next New Year's expression of this episode. It's ring in the new year. Ring in the new year means to celebrate the arrival of the new year. Someone might ask, how are you going to ring in the new year? I could ask you guys that. How are you going to ring in the new year? A common way of ringing in the new year is by watching fireworks, going to a club, or to someone's home for a party, for instance. So how did this idiom originate? Why do we use the words ring in? The website usdictionary.com offers some help here. It writes that the practice of ringing bells at midnight on New Year's Eve is common in many countries and has been often done to ward off evil spirits and bring good luck for the coming year. A website for Trinity Church, which is located on New York's Wall Street, says that long before celebrating New Year's Eve in Times Square, New Yorkers used to gather around that Trinity Church to hear the bells ring in the new year, possibly starting around 1698. Trinity Church's website mentions that the earliest reference to ringing bells at New Year's appeared on January 12, 1801, when it was written, and I'm going to quote here, that eight pounds be paid to the persons who rang the bells in New Year's Day. You'll note the use of pounds instead of U.S. dollars. Yeah, I looked that up. It's interesting that even after the U.S. gained independence from Britain, New York and some other former colonies continued to use British currency for a while. Okay, here's the third idiom of this show, to turn over a new leaf. Now, it's common for people to make New Year's resolutions. One thing they might resolve to do is to turn over a new leaf, which means to make a big change that makes their lives better. It kind of means to start over again and become a better person in some major way. An individual might turn over a new leaf by stopping taking drugs or drinking too much alcohol, for example. Why do we say this idiom? What do the leaves on trees have to do with making a big change in one's life? Nothing, actually. That's because the leaves in this expression refer to pages in a book. The idea is when you turn the page or leaf of a book, you leave the old page behind and start a new one. Some websites I saw suggested that the idiom began sometime in the 1500s. Okay, time to look back at the past. <laughs> Actually, just several minutes into the past, when I began this podcast. The first expression was to make a toast to someone. It actually does involve toasted bread because it was once a custom to put that in wine for flavoring. The second expression was to ring in the new year, an idiom that is connected to the centuries-old tradition of churches ringing bells to mark the end of one year and the start of the next. And finally, there was turn over a new leaf, another very old expression coming from a time when the pages of books were more commonly called leaves. We can still call them that today, but don't hear that as much. Thanks for listening to this New Year's-related episode. And thanks to Zapsplat.com and YouTube Studio for the music and sound effects. 
Now, I'd like to wish you a very happy new year. Remember, if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, please email me at ifthephrasefits at gmail.com. I appreciate it. See you next year. Ah, that old joke. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and all, all anxiety?